Welcome back. I'm Chelsea Myers, founder and CEO of Dental Life Coach and the host of the Dental Brain Crops podcast. Our topic today is centered around culture. And as you may have noticed, it's not always an easy task to develop and maintain the type of environment that you want and know is best. Ideal culture is made up of effective teams, which is a very involved term. But for the purpose of this conversation, I'll summarize by saying that healthiest cultures are made up of teams who perform highly, are creative and proactive, they ask questions and speak up, they disagree well, and they feel comfortable being themselves. So how do we create that? I'm going to share a few things that lead up to one of the biggest misconceptions that leaders have about improving culture. First of all, I want to make sure that my recommendations are set up for success by clarifying that company culture, the ideal one that you're trying to create, requires daily consistent effort of everyone involved. And I don't say that to overwhelm you, but I'm frequently asked for a checklist or a quick fix idea. And while there are some reference materials that we can provide you with, and I'm happy to consult on team building initiatives, if a healthy company culture is a high priority for you, then it isn't gonna be done once you check a certain number of boxes. Now, having that said, the consistent efforts required when you're first starting out, and when I say starting out, I'm referring to anyone who has a new or newly defined emphasis on company culture, and that could be a brand new business, or that could be an established one that you want to improve the culture of. Either way, the efforts required at the beginning of the journey aren't going to be the same ones required once you get some things in place. Like any project, you're going to lay the foundation and put some sweat equity in and then nurture, support, and adjust over time. And if it's built well and with intention, the effort required to maintain a healthy culture feels a hundred times better than the efforts required to fix or solve cultural decay. So let's discuss some of the different areas of culture and organizational psychology that have a heavy impact on how we and the people we're leading experience our organization. When I was summarizing the term ideal culture, I mentioned how people feel in our organization, specifically feeling like they can be themselves and share ideas and feeling like it's okay to be wrong or fail goes along with that. And while we can't make anyone feel comfortable or feel anything for that matter, there's a lot we can do to increase the odds that our workplaces will be perceived as safe and comfortable. What I found to be true in my life and in the experience of my clients is that the more willing we are to be ourselves as leaders, the more willing our team members are to be themselves. In fact, we can say all day long that we want people to speak up and feel free to be who they are individually, but if we ourselves are too reserved or we hold back to make sure that we don't say the wrong thing or look incorrect in front of others, or maybe we pass up opportunities to connect and relate, then no matter what we tell people they're welcome to do, our actions will contradict the invitation. On the other hand, if we rarely or never told people to be themselves, but we regularly demonstrate our own willingness to be vulnerable, we brainstorm even if our ideas might be ridiculous, we connect, we share, we let our sense of humor and personality shine through, the people around us will notice. And what they'll notice, whether they pick up on it exactly or not, is our own self-acceptance and your own comfort with the possibility of failure or embarrassment. And that willingness to go first and bring more of your true self to the table and that level of demonstrated self-acceptance will be a much more compelling invitation for them to do the same than almost anything else you could do. We're driven to improve and advance. Notice that. 
It doesn't matter what we're doing and it can be a benefit or it can be used to overdo, overindulge, overthink, but we're driven toward more and our team members have more, so much more. And if we create the right space, they'll bring it. And this doesn't just go for when you're leading your team, because that may be your comfort zone. This goes for when you're in front of your leaders, the board, your investors, this is transferable. So let me know in the comments, who do you find it the most challenging to be yourself around? Now, letting your hair down, so to speak, is just one area that we can improve perception and engagement through our example. But really, the willingness to demonstrate goes a long way with many things. I was talking with the owner of a large hotel chain recently, and his organization made a major pivot in the company culture department. And one of the things he said that he did when he committed to the initiative to improve things was to always lead by example. And the very day he told himself that he was going to do that, he was visiting the grounds of one of his locations, and he noticed some cleaning errors. And he said, so I put on a pair of gloves, I gathered some cleaning supplies, and I asked the housekeeping team to accompany me as I did the cleaning. He said he described what he was doing as he was doing it and explained why and made himself available to answer questions or learn from them if there was any concern about what he was asking them to do. Now, it may not be reasonable for us to put on the gloves and demonstrate what we're asking of our team members each time, but we can metaphorically work alongside them. And most of that is going to come from how we're being when we give directions and making requests. It can be really easy to slip into hyper-focused mode and sound more like we're answering questions on an oral exam than talking to a human that we hope will be inspired and motivated to do the work that we're requesting of them. But we aren't robots and the people we're leading will above all else reflect and make decisions based on how they feel in our workplace. Now I want to switch gears on you here and talk about that misconception because sometimes given the previous information, clients will conclude that the answer is to relax the standards or give people unnecessary passes. And that is not what I'm suggesting. In fact, what we know to be true and feel free to cross reference this. There are too many researchers who agree to name them all here. But what we know to be true is that people want to be a part of something that's growing and forward moving and that will stretch and develop them as it does, which is counterintuitive to some of us. There's this school of thought that if we give people attainable goals, that they'll be able to rack up the number of successes and feel great. And I do see the logic there. Actually, it's not how we nurture a culture of engaged, confident team members. And some might say it's insulting not to challenge them. It can sometimes be viewed as a silent statement of our lack of faith in someone's ability to rise to the challenge or develop or improve. So don't overlook the value and impact when you're approaching a cultural improvement to offer obstacles and challenges. Some of the strongest teams were fused together while working through something complex. Now, lastly, I want to touch on the power of optimism. People, teams, and organizations are always in some stage of a process. We're learning, we're growing, and as we do those things, we are more and better prepared than we were the day before. And there will be delays and bumps. So we need to anticipate them and determine in advance how you want to respond. How you handle setbacks matters. Your setbacks and other people's. How you handle disappointment matters. How you handle frustration matters, and all of those things impact the company culture. If you found this content useful, hit subscribe. I release weekly content. The work we're doing is important, and with access to the right tools, health, happiness, and success are within reach if you want them. Until next time. Mm -hmm.